Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Chris wants to know, how are meteorites made? So this is a really fun question and there's actually a lot to talk about this. So let's start with what is a meteorite? So a meteorite is a rock that comes from space. So meteor actually means sky. Like meteorology is the study of weather and the sky. And right means rock. So a meteorite is a sky rock because it's a rock that falls from the sky. Now, of course, how does a rock fall from the sky is a pretty important question. And this is one that certainly puzzled many of our ancestors. Now, they knew that it happened. Sometimes they got to see it happen, right? But how? All right. Well, we're going to learn some words that all sound very similar, but there's a little bit of a difference at the end. So meteorite is the rock that falls from space. But a meteor is when we see that rock in the sky falling down, falling through the atmosphere, so the air. And as it's doing that, it burns up. So it, this is what we call a shooting star. So a meteor and a shooting star are the same thing. Now, a shooting star, of course, isn't really a star. It's a piece of rock or debris, this little bit of rubble that is falling in from outer space. And as it falls down through the atmosphere, it's rubbing up against the air and it's getting hot. In the same way, when you rub your hands together, if your hands are free, try that right now. Go ahead and rub them together really fast. Use it faster, faster, faster. Do you feel them getting hot? Yeah, now that happens with the sky, right? As the rock is falling through, it's falling through the atmosphere and it's rubbing up against it, but there's a lot more air for it to rub up against. And it's going way faster than we can rub our hands together. So it gets really, really hot and it burdens up. We see it as a flash of light. Okay, so those are our first two, right? We have the meteorite, which is the rock that falls to earth. And if you see it in the sky while it's falling, it's a meteor. Now, most meteors burn up long before they actually reach the ground to become a meteorite. Most of the stuff that falls from space is completely burned up. It's only really the bigger pieces that can get to Earth, or sometimes they will actually explode in the air, and then lots of little pieces will come down, and then later we can come and find those. Now, our third word is a meteoroid. So a meteor and then oid. And oid means something that is like. So the meteoroid is the meteorite when it's still in space before it's fallen to the ground. If it's pretty big, we call it an asteroid or a comet. And the difference between asteroids and comets are what they're made from. Asteroids are made from rock and metal and comets are made mostly from ice, and they may have a little bit of rock and metal in them as well, but they have lots of ices in them. So I like to think of them like a snowball, that would be a comet, and a rock, that would be our 
asteroid. But if it's just a little piece that's floating around, then it's a meteorite. Now, Chris, your question actually was about, well, how are they made? All right. So we know that the meteorite is made because it falls from space. That's what turns it into a meteorite from being a meteoroid. But the meteoroid we think is left over from when the solar system was born, when it formed four and a half billion years ago. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast, right? We talk about how we think that the solar system formed from a big cloud of material called a nebula. And this was full of the leftover material from when other stars exploded and they blasted this material out into space. And that material had lots of hydrogen and helium, which is what most of the universe is made from. But it also had things like iron and nickel and oxygen and nitrogen and all the other stuff that we see on the periodic table that over time, gravity pulled all of that material together, pulled it in, and it made the sun. And the sun is the biggest, most massive thing in the solar system. But there would have been some leftover material that didn't quite get into the sun. And that material would be swirling around the outside of it in this big disk of material, kind of like a frisbee or like a hula hoop going around the sun. And over time, the little tiny, tiny pieces of material that come from that nebula, so tiny little grains, and sometimes even just single atoms, that they were pulled together. And they started to clump together and clump together, and they got bigger and bigger and bigger until they formed planets. But some of those pieces never got quite big enough to become a planet. And that's what the asteroids and the comets are made from the pieces that didn't get big enough. And the meteoroids are the pieces that didn't even get big enough for us to call them an asteroid or a comet. And some of them actually are pieces that got broken off from something bigger. So we have a few meteorites here on Earth that we think are actually pieces of the moon and we have ones that we think are pieces of Mars, that when something hit Mars or hit the moon in the past, it flung some pieces out into space, some little rocks. And those rocks floated around in space until they ran into Earth. And then they fell down through the atmosphere and they were able to survive. They didn't get completely burned up, but they did burn up some as they came down and hit the ground. So... It helps us to study meteorites to learn more about the whole solar system because Earth is going through lots of changes, right? Earth has oceans and rain. It has life and volcanoes. So the rocks here on Earth are going through the rock cycle. Oh, the rock cycle is really cool. We should do a whole episode on it because it's awesome. There's different kinds of rocks. And just like water goes through a cycle where water is in the ocean, it evaporates and goes into the sky, condenses into clouds, rains, and so on. Rocks go through a cycle as well. And they change over time. Now, it takes a long time for rocks to change. But here on Earth, they've changed a lot since the Earth formed four and a half billion years ago. But little 
little bits of leftover space rock floating around in space hasn't changed very much. So if we study those little bits, we can learn about what the solar system used to be like, because they're kind of like fossils left over from that time period. The challenge is when they fall down through the atmosphere, remember we said they burn up and they get really hot? So the outside can change a little bit. If you find a meteorite, one way to know that it's a meteorite, now there's lots of different kinds, but one way is that they will often have this little shiny coat on the outside that comes from when it was melting as it fell down. So that makes it hard for scientists to find out certain things that they want to know. But we have some really exciting space missions. And so this question was great timing because that's why I waited to answer until today, because a very important mission has just arrived back at Earth called OSIRIS-REx. So OSIRIS-REx was a mission that went to an asteroid called Bennu, and it landed on this asteroid. So the asteroid is really cool looking. It almost looks like a cube almost on its side. It's very interesting. And it landed on it, and the robot, no people, right? This is all robotic, grabbed some pieces of the asteroid. It picked up little rocks off of the surface of the asteroid and packed it away safe inside and then blasted back and came back to Earth. And then the spacecraft stayed in Earth, but it dropped the container down to Earth and it fell down through the atmosphere. It was going really, really fast. And so the engineers had to design it to be able to be able to withstand the heat but the samples from the asteroid were safe inside and then when it got low enough down it popped out a parachute so it could fall slowly slowly and it fell down into the desert of utah and got picked up by scientists and so now as we speak it is being sent to scientists all over the world to study little pieces of this asteroid that haven't been changed by falling through the atmosphere and haven't been changed by any of Earth's weather or geology. And so it's going to let us study the early conditions of the solar system. So as we find more out about this mission, I'll be telling you about it. So I can't wait to find out what they've learned. All right. Oh, and the mission isn't done. The craft, so it dropped off its its sample return to Earth, but now the craft is being upgraded. It got an extended mission, so it's now being called Osiris Apex, and it's on its way to another asteroid called Apophis to go and study that asteroid. So it keeps going and going. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. This was so much fun. Thank you for being here with us on the podcast, learning about space and science together. It is so much fun. And if you have topics that you would like us to talk about, questions you have, go ahead and have your grownups send that into the email in the description. And I know a few of you have been waiting really patiently. Your questions are coming up. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.